Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, November the 26th. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this pod, I wish you God's grace, God's goodness, God's mercy. Hey, um, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving yesterday. Uh, If you celebrated that holiday, for those of us, uh, certainly in the United States, that is uh, is a, a special holiday for us. I hope you were able to be among loved ones. I hope you were able to laugh and and tell stories and remember and celebrate one another's presence. I know for my sake, I am so grateful, so grateful uh, for the time that I had with family and friends. Uh, and uh, it was so blessed. So... Hope you were able to have that same special time. So my friends, today, and we're going to hear this in the reading, and and I'll go a little bit more into it on the other side of the reading. Uh, We're going to finish up, we're almost finish up, effectively, uh, Luke chapter 21. And it's going to be more apocalyptic uh, imagery. And that makes perfect sense. Why? Because today, essentially, for you and I anyway on this pod, We finish up our liturgical year. It's done. Because this weekend, starting on Saturday at dusk, we begin the new year. We begin that period of waiting for the coming. We change our focus. It's so good. It's so good. And every year we need to do that. Uh, Because we too go through seasons. And uh, that will be more of what we talk about here shortly. So, um... If you're going to read along, uh, wonderful. I'm going to read out of the message. Again, that's Eugene Peterson's translation. I'm going to read out of that one today, but it's Luke 21, verses 29 to 33. So let's break open God's word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told them a story. Look at a fig tree, any tree for that matter. When the leaves begin to show, one look tells you that summer is right around the corner. The same here. When you see these things happen, you know God's kingdom is about here. Don't brush this off. I'm not just saying this for some future generation, but for this one too. These things will happen. Sky and earth will wear out, but my words won't wear out. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So I think the question, of course, is what things are going to happen? I mean, remember, we've been talking apocalyptic uh, imagery this whole week. Uh, and that's, again, as, you, as I said, that is no uh, surprise. It is no mere coincidence. So had we read yesterday's scripture. Now, yesterday's would have been different because it was Thanksgiving. And uh, the Ordo gives us, the liturgical cycle gives us on a a special holiday like that to read a different, it gives us the ability to do that. And, And in America, of course, we do that. But had we just followed the lectionary cycle, this is what Jesus is talking about. He was warning, again, remember, we talked about this on Wednesday, about the armies coming around Jerusalem, right? And, and one stone's not going to uh, be left upon another. And, uh, and you're going to be surrounded and, uh, and, and things of that ilk. Well, yesterday, what he would have talked about is saying, 
uh, listen, you know, um, if this happens and you're out in the field, don't come back. Just keep, keep going to the mountains. Uh, and, uh, if you're on a roof, you know, don't, don't bother going down. Just, just get out of Dodge. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on earth nations will be in dismay, perplexed by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will die in fright of what's going to come. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud and with power and great glory. So that's what he's saying is all these things are going to happen. Now, you and I can hear those things and think, well, that's the second coming. And, and again, of course, there's that imagery because there's the, the uh, double uh, meaning of it. But remember, remember the translation. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to use Eugene today is because I love it. He says, don't just blow this off. This is not just for some future generation, but this is for us too. So how do we spin this out? What does that make sense to us? Because again, apocalyptic, brothers and sisters, isn't meant just to scare us. It isn't meant to be taken literally in the sense of, okay, you know, the earth and the sun and the moon, they're going to fall out of the sky and, and all of a sudden we're going to be in darkness and what's going to happen? Well, I mean... Scientifically, we can say, well, you know, if that happens, you know, we're in, we're in big trouble because um, we can't live without the sun and the gravitational pull of the moon, you know, all this stuff, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy. That's not it. It's using that imagery to say things are different, right? Um, every one of us have, have, have felt this idea or this imagery in our lives. It's when um, we get the news that the cancer is is back. It's when we get the news that our loved one is in the hospital. It's when we get the news that the job is no longer ours. It's when we get the news that our spouse is going away or whatever that news is, right? Our world is upended. Um, the stars fall from the sky. The sun and the moon uh, they, they no longer shed their light. And I'm, I'm in darkness. I'm, I'm thrown in there, and I don't know which way is up. That's, that's what we're talking about. It's that time of upheaval and that time of fright that I feel like I'm out there all alone on my own. And what Jesus is reminding us here is saying, listen, you don't, you don't need to be one of those people who is, is going to die in fright. Because you're going to look up and you're going to see that I'm with you. Coming on these clouds. And again, that, that's, don't look up into the clouds and, and expect to see that. But I'm with you and I'm as near as that. I'm, 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 I'm in all this imagery. And, and why does he use this, this imagery? Because it's imagery we know, which is why this gospel is so good. I mean, it's good for so many reasons, brothers and sisters. But he uses an image that we all know. I don't know fig trees. I don't know them from anything, but I know trees, and so do you. And we know what happens, in at least if you're in the northern hemisphere, we know what happens in the fall, at this time of year, that, that the leaves, um, they fall, and a tree grows dormant. And it's one of those times that we could look at that and say, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? But here's what we know. We know in the spring they're going to blossom. And in the summer, those blossoms are going to turn to fruit or into leaves or into flowers for that cycle to continue. My friends, the Paschal mystery is real. 
It is real. It is not only real for trees. What Jesus is saying is it is real. It is the ultimate reality that, that death is a part of life and that everything we have, brothers and sisters, it's going to come to an end. And I don't mean that as something to scare you. I mean, that could be good news today for you, that everything we have, including that heartache that you have today, including that doubt, including that wonder, including that, that, that um, grief that you share, here's the best news you're going to hear all day. This is, it, it's going to end. That will, not, that will not stay forever. Because I know this. I know life is stronger than death. And I know that. I know that every morning when the sun rises. I know that every spring when we get through winter. I know that because I've experienced it in my life, and so have you. Everything is transitory, brothers and sisters. The writer of Ecclesiastes made that very clear to us, didn't he? For everything there is a season. And I think, brothers and sisters, that doesn't mean we, we clench our fists around all that is good in our life and try to hold on like, you know, and, and, and you're not going to take it out of my, you know, until my, my cold dead hands or whatever it is, because that looks like greed. I think what it invites us to is how do we open our eyes? How do we become awake to those moments now? And simply, of all days, this day after Thanksgiving, thank God for it and say, God, I'm so grateful for what is. And I know it, it will not stay because all things, except what? Except God's presence, God's word, they will never pass away. That's what he says here. That's what he says. Sky and earth will wear out, but my words will not wear out. My presence, my being, my life, that's the thing that is not transitory. That is the thing that is permanent. Everything else, brothers and sisters, awaken to it. If you are carrying hurt today, if you're carrying grief, if you are carrying doubt, my friends, I've got good news. It is transitory. It is not where the wheel ends. I promise you. And I promise you, brothers and sisters, if life is good right now, thank God for that. Be aware of it. Enjoy every moment of it. Drink it in. Drink it in and thank God. But no, this too will pass. And other good things will come too. It doesn't mean after there's good things, it means there's going to be bad things. No, I don't know what it means, but God does. Because we may go from one good thing to another great thing. I don't know that. And I don't have to know that. And neither do you. All we need to know is that God is present in the moment. And we just need to wake up to it. Last thing I'll say, our Jewish brothers and sisters... And, and they say this every Passover. It's part of their, one of their prayers. It's called, the, the word is called dienu. Um, and I, I love this. I love this. I want to live this, to be honest with you. And, and dienu merely means this. Uh, it is enough. It is enough. And they say, Lord, if you would have let us out of Egypt, but not parted the Red Sea, meaning effectively that they would have died there on the banks of the Red Sea, by the Egyptian army. If you would have led us out of Egypt and not parted the Red Sea, dying you, it would have been enough. It would have been enough, and we thank you for that. Uh, and then it continues to go on. Lord, uh, you parted the Red Sea, but had you parted the Red Sea and not led us to Mount Sinai, dying you, it would have been enough. 
uh, you led us, Lord, to Mount Sinai. Uh, and if you led us to Mount Sinai, it would not have given us the, the law. It would have been enough. Die in you. And you led us to the law, but, but you, you gave us the law. But if you would have not, you know, led us to the, to the promised land, die in you. It would have been enough. You get the picture, right? Brothers and sisters, I don't know what tomorrow holds for us. But let's make sure our happiness doesn't rise and fall with what is expected or hoped for tomorrow. Let's be thankful for what we have today and know that whatever happens tomorrow, um, God is there. God is there. He's as close as the clouds of heaven and the nearest tree, that image that shows us that the Paschal mystery is real. All things are transitory. All things. The hurts we carry, the baggage we carry, the, the, the joys and hopes we carry. Only one thing is permanent, and that is God's life and love and presence in your life and mine and in the life of the world. We are moving somewhere, and that somewhere we do not need to fear. It is further and closer on into the kingdom of God, in which we participate creating that, right? We participate in building that kingdom here on earth. And we simply move on. And beginning this weekend, we take one step closer on this spiral upward. That kind of think of a corkscrew. This, as, as Catholics, we don't think linear. We don't think linear in terms of a line that, that we're moving directly there. We're kind of on a corkscrew moving up. And every year, we keep moving in this pattern. But we are moving somewhere and moving towards something. And that something is the further creation of the kingdom of God in which we, by God's great grace, get to assist in building. My friends, blessings to you as we end this liturgical year and we begin to step into a new year. Let's pray. And so we uh, finish up the joyful mysteries uh, this week. And uh, we begin, of course, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth joyful mystery the finding of Jesus in the temple. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, have a wonderful weekend. Blessings to you on this first weekend of Advent, and I look forward to us breaking open more of God's Word as we prepare for the coming this December. God's peace.